Okay, so this is your brother, Hamilton Carter, and this is our very first Vital Moment in Christ podcast. And what we plan to be doing with these podcasts is uh, talking about the Lord, about the Word of God, the things of God. Uh, For those of you who may have questions about Jesus, who is Jesus? What is the church? What's the purpose of the church? What can we expect from the Lord? Uh, we're going to be covering all of those things. So for tonight, I wanted to talk about uh, the love of money and how the love of money is the root of all evil. And that's one of the things that constantly gets men in trouble with God. The fact that <clears throat> man has idols, man has idols. Uh, of course, lust can be an idol. Uh, materialism, materialistic things that can be an idol. Places can be an idol. People can be an idol. But money, uh, that's something that Jesus talked about where he says uh, you cannot worship God and mammon. And so why is money such a big issue in the body of Christ to where you have some people that would preach, you know, trust God and God will give you everything that you need, God will take care of you. And then you have some people that will say, you know, if you don't have money, then you don't have nothing. And so this is something that God wants to confront because God wants to confront the fact that man has a hard time trusting in God. Man has a hard time trusting the Lord. And until man can realize that God is good, that God is faithful, and that God is loving and God is just, then man will always try to take care of himself. And that's one of the reasons why man worships money. Uh, you know, we <clears throat> we want to take care of ourselves. We want to provide for ourselves. We uh, Money makes people feel like they're in control. Now, money itself isn't a sin. Money in itself isn't an idol man takes money and he makes it into an idol because he put it he puts it before God and so when it comes to serving the Lord when you look at the holy bible when you look at the holy scriptures every man that you read about from Adam Noah Abraham Moses, Daniel, David, Josiah, Solomon. I mean, you know, even Paul. Most of the men of God that you read about in the Bible had this relationship with God to the degree that he always provided for them. Even when you read about Elijah, he always provided for them. They always had what they needed. Why? Because the word of God says that I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. And what is David saying when he communicates that scripture? He's saying, I've never seen God forsake his people. I've never seen the people of God struggle and God not bless them. I've never seen the people of God struggle and God not move on on their behalf. 
I've never seen the people of God be in a situation to where they don't have anything and, and God doesn't show up. So David is declaring that God is faithful. He's declaring that God is good. And the word of God says that if we seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, then the things that we need will be given to us. So why is it that we strive with God concerning resources? It's because deep down we don't trust God. We don't believe that God is faithful. We don't believe that God has our best interest. We don't believe that God wants to take care of us. And that's what God is offering to man. Hey, if you give me your heart, if you surrender everything to me, I'll be your God. I'll be your father. I'll be your brother. I'll be your friend and I'll be your provider. I will be your provider. I will. The spirit of God wants to provide for his sons, but that the sons of God have to realize that if we're going to serve the Lord, we have to tear down idols. And what do I mean by that? I mean that if we're going to serve the Lord in all sincerity, in spirit and in truth, then Jesus can't be on the throne right next to money. Jesus can't be on the throne right next to resources. Jesus, there can only be one God. There can only be one God. There's only one God. And so if I put anything before him, it's an idol. And so you have people who trust in their riches more than they trust in God. And the word of God makes it clear that wherever the treasure of wherever the treasure of the man is, wherever your treasure is, that's where your heart is going to be. So if this person is focused, well, whatever his focus is on, that's what he's going to be invested in. That's what he's going to be dedicated to. And so wherever the treasure of a man is, wherever my treasure is, that's where my mind is going to be. That's where my heart is going to be. That's where my loyalty is going to be. And so most of us are building up this this treasure on earth, but we don't have anything established in the kingdom of God. The word of God talks about a man who was very great in his resources. And he was very comfortable. And he said to his soul that he has much resources. He has much money and, and he was happy with the great job that he was doing concerning building up his treasures here on earth. And the word of God says, you fool, you have no idea that I'm going to require your soul from you this night. What is God trying to communicate? Don't keep, don't focus on money. Don't focus on resources. Don't 
Like God will give you everything you need. You you better be building up the kingdom of God. You better be trying to establish the kingdom of God because money means nothing to him. God, he he's the ruler of all things. He's the God of all flesh. He made the heavens. What what is money to God? The word of God says the heavens of heavens can't contain him. What is money to the Lord? And, and Jesus confronts the people in the word of God. How he, he tells them, don't don't worry. Don't worry about what you're going to eat. Don't worry about, you know, how you're going to be provided for. Don't worry about clothes. The sinners worry about that. They focus on that. They spend their lives working graveyard shifts at their job because they're consumed with that financial worry. And and he talks about the, the lilies. He talks about the, the, these flowers. He says, man, even Solomon in all of his glory was not like these. And then he talks about the believers. He says, well, well, he, you're more important than the lilies. He says, you're more important than those flowers. God keeps the flowers. He, he talks about the birds. God feeds the birds, yet you're more important than them. So if God takes care of all of his creation, whether it's the animals or whether it's making sure the flowers have enough nutrients enough water, enough sunlight, how much more is he going to take care of his sons and daughters who serve him with all of the with all of their heart, soul, mind and strength? So the spirit of God wants you to focus on him. He wants you to trust him. He wants you to love him. He wants you to forsake the idols of of money, the the deceitfulness of riches because it cannot benefit you. You cannot serve God and mammon because your heart is going to draw near to one and is going to draw further from the other. So if you try to serve God and mammon, you're going to get close to one and very distant from the other. And it's not the will of God that you forsake him. The word of God talks about in Haggai how he confronted the people. Because although they were the people of the Lord and he blessed them with resources, they weren't trying to build his kingdom. They weren't trying to build his kingdom, but yet they were building houses. They were building establishments. They, they were trying to, you know, take care of themselves, but they weren't taking care of the business of the Lord. And he told them, you can work all you want, but it's like putting money into pockets that has holes in them. Why? Because you're so focused on building, but what are you building? You're not building the kingdom of God. Your resources aren't going toward towards the kingdom of God. And so in Haggai, he the Lord uses the prophet to redirect the focus of the people. Hey, God gave you these resources so you can glorify him. And when those resources run out, he's going to bless you with more. So you can use it for the kingdom. 
so you can use it for his glory. And so it's not the will of God that we worship money. It's not the will of God that we be stressed out about money, that we worry about money. Because if you're a son of God, he's going to take care of you like he took care of David, like he took care of Abraham, like he took care of the disciples. Jesus had no place to lay his head, but he always had what he needed. The disciples always had what they needed. Abraham left his father's house and went into a land that he knew not. Abraham didn't know the Lord, but he followed God by faith and God prospered him. God prospered Isaac. God prospered Jacob. So the Spirit of God loves you. The Spirit of God wants to bless you. But you have to bless him. And what do I mean by that when I say you have to bless him? You have to be dedicated to God. You have to be dedicated to God. Because every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of lights. And, and what I mean by that is that the Word of God talks about how money Money answers all things. Meaning, it's a very powerful resource. You know, uh, it, it's used for multiple or different areas of life and circumstances. Whether it's building, whether it's establishing things, whether it's war, you know, wh whatever it is. You know, money can be used in that area. But what happens when we worship money? Then we're putting ourselves in danger. Because not only will God take that from you, but he'll curse you and he will curse your money. But if I focus on God... And if I pursue God to the degree where where money isn't a thing, money isn't a problem for me, I want God, then God will have no problem blessing me. And so it's not the will of God that we be in bondage to the spirit of mammon. Many people are going to miss the calling on their lives because they worship mammon. They worship money. They worship success. And they can't even hear the voice of God. They can't even catch the, the shift of the Lord because they're focused on their idol. What happens if God tells you to leave everything and follow him? Will, will you be able to do that? What happens when God tells you to do this, make this decision, make this choice, go on this journey or do this new endeavor? All for the glory of God. Is money going to be the focus or can you just obey the spirit of God because you know he's good. You know he's faithful. And so that's what the Lord wants to know. The spirit of God wants you to be loyal to him. The spirit of God wants you to be dedicated and committed to him. If you obey the Lord, he'll prosper you. If you obey the Lord, he'll, he'll take care of you. Not because he has to, but because he wants to and, and he loves you. And so this is, this is your brother, Hamilton Carter, with another vital moment in Christ.
and Lord willing, we'll talk.